Hello, and thank you for joining me. My name is Gita Lisker, and I am a Northwell Pulmonary and Critical Care Physician. I will be speaking about the new Northwell Crown Program for the Ambulatory Management of Patients with COVID-19. To understand how Crown was developed, we must first review the problems that were identified that needed to be solved during this pandemic time. And of course, I must emphasize that this is a very fluid process and the situation changes almost on a daily basis. The problem that was identified during this pandemic included patients who are at home with known or suspected COVID infection with moderate to high risk features. Often they have limited access to outpatient evaluation because of infection control measures or because they are too sick to leave the home. There are frequently changing treatment guidelines, sometimes as much as daily, we have had hospitals that were filled beyond normal capacity levels, and although that is improving now, we are still above capacity, and certainly the risk is there for it to happen again as the state begins to open. There are patients' fears of being alone in a hospital, often leading to patients refusing to go to a hospital for evaluation and treatment. And finally, there are those who remain symptomatic for weeks after the acute illness or post-discharge, and these patients need to be followed up closely as well. The goals of the program are to effectively treat and support patients in their homes with all of the latest up-to-date recommended therapies. An important part of this is to establish the patient's goals of care, such as whether they would want to be hospitalized, would want to be admitted, or rather treated as aggressively as possible only in their homes to advise escalation to an acute care setting when that is appropriate, and then finally to provide long-term follow-up to those post-COVID patients who have sequelae after their acute infection. And so the protocol that was devised is called CROWN. It stands for Coronavirus-Related Outpatient Work Navigators, and it's a referral-based program of specialized teams of physicians who specialize in the outpatient management of COVID. This is the algorithm for the crown process. The process is available seven days a week. Appointments for acute patients are scheduled the same day as long as the email is received by 3 p.m. and no later than the next day. Our providers include a group of pulmonologists, all from Northwell, that include pulmonologists from New Hyde Park, Suffolk County, Lenox Hill, and Westchester. It is available all over the regions. The process is very simple. When a physician identifies a complex COVID patient, he emails crown at northwell.edu for the referral and we take care of the rest. This can be used for an acute patient with moderate to high risk features, such as any patients with shortness of breath, persistent high fevers, persistent myalgias, cough, severe GI symptoms, uh, particularly in patients who have other high risk features such as elderly patients, those living alone, those with obesity, diabetes, hypertension, and underlying medical problems. It can also be used for the post-acute patients, either those being discharged from the hospital or those that were never hospitalized but remain symptomatic even several weeks after their initial illness, and they have ongoing symptoms. Once the email is received, our secretary schedule a visit, as I said, same day, if received by 3 p.m. or the next day, the latest, and it is available on weekends. The first step in the process then is that the pulmonologist has a telehealth visit with the patient and then sets the appropriate cascades in motion. Almost always, the first step will include a same-day referral to our home care network. This will include an RN visit who will also give the patient a pulse ox, which is now theirs to keep. Um, obviously, the nurse will assess the patient, vital signs, physical examination, etc., we will order home oxygen that gets delivered to the house that same day if necessary. We can also arrange for IV fluids, particularly in patients with fevers who are not taking uh, oral intake. If necessary, we can also get an EKG and a chest x-ray into the patient's home. 
We also have arranged for a home draw of labs. For our providers, we are able to order a COVID PCR swab at home. We have also established what's called a COVID bundle of labs, which includes the labs that we assess in the hospital as well. CBC, complete metabolic panel, D-dimer, ferritin, CRP, procalcitonin, and of course, any other labs that may be appropriate, such as an INR for those patients already on Coumadin, and COVID IgG for the long-term follow-up patients when necessary. Another important part of this process is establishing goals of care and the healthcare proxy, and referrals can be made to our hospice service if appropriate as well. The patient or the patient's caregiver are given instructions by both the physician and the nurse as far as checking their temperature, monitoring their oxygenation, other signs to look for, and of course, when to escalate to an acute care setting if needed. Medications can be prescribed based on the judgment of the physicians, but also include recent guidelines. Right now, there is no specific medication approved or has been shown to benefit really for the use in treatment of COVID. What we do know is that these patients are at risk for thromboembolic events. And so one of the labs that we check is a D-dimer. And based on the results, we may put a patient on aspirin or low dose Xarelto of 10 milligrams. Of course, based on the lab results, the uh, provider may also decide that the patient requires a CTPA, lower extremity Dopplers, or anything else at the physician's discretion. Finally, once these patients recover from the acute setting, or certainly if they were referred to us in a more chronic setting, we will keep them on our radar and provide follow-up, including pulmonary function testing, CAT scans when appropriate, echocardiograms when appropriate, and get them set up, hopefully, for pulmonary rehab. A very important part of this prog program is keeping the referring provider in the loop at all times. This includes tasking or faxing or emailing a note back to the referring provider uh, at the same day of the visit and with all follow-up visits as well. Finally, what we are able to do is we add a crown alert in all scripts, which allows us to track these patients, to keep track of them for follow-up as well as for reporting purposes. Just an example of a case that I recently had, which I think highlights what the goals and the needs were uh, when we started this program. This is a 77-year-old woman. She lives alone. She cares for her activities of daily living on a regular basis. She does have a history of antiphospholipid syndrome and takes Coumadin for that. She had initially presented with fevers, severe diarrhea, poor PO intake, and developed shortness of breath. Seven days before she was referred to me, she was seen in an urgent care. She was swabbed positive for COVID, and she was given a Z-Pak. Three days later, she went to an outside emergency room because she was feeling more short of breath. They checked her oxygen saturation at rest. It was 94%. She was discharged home with no other treatment. Her primary care physician was concerned about her, emailed Crown at 4 p.m. requesting a consult. I did a telehealth visit with her at 10 a.m. the following day. Patient does have her own pulse ox already at home. She reported to me that she desaturates to 85% on room air when she walks. She has dyspnea with exertion and is mostly staying in bed. She was having persistent fevers, persistent diarrhea, and she wasn't eating. And on top of everything else, she was just very scared. She was very scared to be home by herself, but she was even more afraid to go to the hospital. Following her appointment with me that morning via telehealth, by that afternoon, a visiting nurse had, re had visited the patient's home, confirmed that her oxygen was low, but her vital signs were otherwise okay. Oxygen was low at, uh, on ambulation, but was okay at rest. We had oxygen delivered to that patient's home by that afternoon. Labs were drawn in that patient's home that afternoon, and IV fluids were already administered to that patient 
that afternoon. She was instructed to monitor her oxygen saturations and given parameters for which to call, me or the nurse, if there were any significant desaturations. Her lab results were okay, except that they showed an INR of 1.6, and this is a patient who has antiphospholipid syndrome and COVID, both known risk factors for thromboembolic events. A patient admitted that she had not been taking her Coumadin for the last couple of days because she was so sick. Given the concern of the subtherapeutic INR and her risk factors for thromboembolism, I then arranged for Vivo Pharmacy, who delivered a dose of Lovenox to her home, which was then administered by the visiting nurse in order to bridge her until she reached a therapeutic INR and she restarted her Coumadin. All of this was communicated to the referring primary care physician on a daily basis, and we continued daily pulmonary and nursing follow-up until she was stable. Her outcome was fantastic. She remained on oxygen for a week. She received two more unit uh, infusions of IV fluids, and her INR was checked daily until she was safely therapeutic. And in the long run, the patient stayed at home. She made a full recovery. Her anxiety was treated as much as anything else. She was immensely grateful and repeatedly told me that her nurse was her angel. I'd also just like to give you some referring physician feedback, which I've received since we started this program. It's only been three weeks now. We've seen almost 150 patients enrolled in our program. And the physician feedbacks that I've gotten, whether in emails or taskbacks, include, these interventions you are doing for these people will be the difference between someone being able to stay home or go to the hospital. Everyone hopes for a miracle treatment, but until we get that, we will be doing care like this that makes the difference. The complexity of this illness is incredible and very happy that you have set up this program. Thank you so much for the updates. The work your team is doing is amazing. So I thank you very much for listening. A special thanks to Dr. Kirpin for giving me this opportunity to share this video and this information with you. I am very proud to be part of such a wonderful team who has shown such strength, caring, and ingenuity during this unprecedentedly difficult time. Uh, and as always, thank you to North Northwell for doing great things. Thank you.